Springsteen here at the Sports Arena for five nights. Tonight, tomorrow, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The first time he's been in Los Angeles since 1985. And believe it or not, even though it was sold out, they had about 200 tickets that came on sale at the last minute. A lot of lucky folks who waiting in line paid off for them. Reporting live, Phil Schumann, Channel 4 News at the Sports Arena. Kent, Linda? All okay, right. Phil, thanks a lot. And good luck at that next story that you have Thank to go you. to. Thank you. So welcome to the penultimate episode of our Bruce Springsteen Sight Series. I'm Stephen Nicholson, and I'm a recent Bruce Springsteen convert who is enjoying listening to the Bosses back catalogue for the very first time. So this is episode 6 of 7, dedicated to Springsteen's musical output from <coughs> 1975 to 1987, as we try to create the ultimate Bruce Singles collection from that time period. And up today are the singles from the Tunnel of Love album. So joining me today sailing through the tunnel is regular guest and friend Davy Mellon and a guest who's travelled over 3,000 miles from the US to be with us today. So yes. Rene, welcome to Scotland. So you, you're having yes. a good time? Oh, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful city and we are loving it. You are a huge Bruce fan, aren't huge you? Huge Bruce fan, yeah. yes. And you've actually met the great man himself? I've met him, but wow. it's... 45 years ago. Right. Wow. Yeah. Uh, during the Darkness Tour okay. in Philadelphia. And uh, friends of mine and I met him after the concert. And uh, it was magical. Yeah. It was fabulous. Yeah. Okay. Did you get those after like yeah. standing outside the door for oh, like four hours? Or three hours. It was three hours. It was three hours. We started with maybe 100 people. Yeah. And everybody. Came with their senses and left, except about fifteen of us. Yeah, and I was with three friends, um, and we waited. And it was way before he had bodyguards and people. Yeah. And uh, he came out and stood with us, asked what we thought about the show. He was terrific. Uh, we all took pictures. Yeah. We all got autographs. We all gave him a kiss. I think the guys kissed him too. <clears throat> and yep. um, it was lovely. <laughs> it was really, really lovely. And. Uh, so we were going to see him in August during this current tour, which was actually to the day, the 45th anniversary of the day we met him. So we thought we have to go. Yeah. But unfortunately, that show was 
rescheduled. So yeah. we'll see him next August on the 46th anniversary. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's great. It was terrific. So how, how many times have you seen Bruce in concert times? now? You know, I should thought thought of that. I'm going to say uh, fewer than ten. I mean, okay. I'm not crazy, but uh, probably because I saw him twice that summer, yeah. <laughs> plus a couple other tours, yeah. once with our kids. Um, so fewer than that, maybe. Yeah. But last time we saw him was 2016. Yeah. What was the spark that made you? I think it was college. I I think I first heard his music when I was in college and uh, just loved it. Yeah. Was just surrounded by it at school. Um, You know, Pennsylvania, we're right next to New Jersey. So, you know, we're right in his sweet spot of people who knew of him fairly early. Um, But yeah, it was college and friends introduced us. Uh, A friend of mine, I'll never forget this, Kevin. had an entire choreographed dance to sing in the city um, <laughs> that he did. I, I'm telling you, one of the first parties I ever went to in college, I thought, yeah. what is he doing? What is this song? So it was wonderful. And I think that was the start of it. Yeah. And you got a favorite uh, Bruce album? Oh, come on. My favorite album. Or favorite couple. We'll make it easy Yeah, for no, you. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, I mean, the first three albums to me are very hard to beat. I, I know he evolves and... There's great stuff later on. The Rising was lovely. We saw that tour. Um, that was amazing, that album. Um, so it's not like I'm putting him back in his 70s box, mm-hmm. but wow, those first three albums are stunning to me. Yeah, the stories on those, the, mm-hmm. the orchestration, the surprises on yeah. all of them. Amazing. Just love them. Have you ever taken your sign or your placard requesting the song when you're at the front of the concert? No, but we had signs ready. What, what, were you, oh, God. what was on them? Well, it was all about, please, please read my, you know, the thing I had written and everything. It was all, and we had a sign up about our anniversary. You know, we had a picture from yeah. 1978. Brilliant. And we had, you know, 45th anniversary. We, we were ready. Let me just say, and we're going to be ready next year, too. Yeah, so you've so. you just had to mothball it for one just year. Just a little bit. It's all good. All good. Yeah, I remember we were in, um, I think, seen them at Hamden in Glasgow in 2012, I want to say. Okay. And so I was quite far back, but all they had everyone in front of had their placards with what requested song they want, and then he was, like, just pulling them out. And then the one that he looks at this one, he goes, oh, Incident on 57th Street. Let's just play that. I was like, oh yes, because that is one of my favourite. Oh, it's so gorgeous. One of my wow. favourite tracks from me. Uh, yeah. That's um, the second album, isn't it? Yes. It's yes. interesting because obviously he has rescheduled his US yes. dates after his illness yeah. this year, as we record this in right, 2023, right. but he's also added some more yes, European more dates. dates as well. And I, I think we're still Deciding. swithering about, because there's still tickets for the Irish shows. Okay. Maybe in Belfast in Dublin, so... Yeah. Oh, um, come on. It's a reason to go to Dublin. Why not? Yeah. No, yeah. Not. Well, Belfast is easier. That's um, what I was say. Literally, it's, it's literally 25 minutes. Oh, see? Easy. On the plane. There you go. No, no. Beautiful. So... I came here. Well, <laughs> you can go when, when you put it in context, <laughs> yeah, it's, it does seem fair. <laughs> you have to just jump over just the water. Saying. I'm doing a lot of overtime at the moment, so that might, when that comes in December, like, okay, let's just, what was it, £120, the tickets? I know. Was it? I was like, oh, it's expensive. It's expensive. It's expensive. I know, expensive. that's yeah. the bad part. When we saw him in 1978, the tickets were $8.50. Oh. <laughs> 
US. It's only eight dollars and fifty cents, and and we thought that was a lot plus parking. Yeah, you know, it was like how much? What? So we managed to come up with it. Right? Huh? Can you imagine inflation? Huh? Right, inflation. Crazy. Well. Thank you for traveling all that oh, way to fun. join us, uh, join us today. So let's talk about Tunnel of Love. Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen, Tunnel of Love, the multi-platinum hit album. Available now at Fred Meyer Music Markets for $6.99 on cassette and $12.99 on compact disc. So, Tunnel of Love is the eighth studio album by American rock singer-songwriter Bruce Springsteen, and it was released in 1987, and it marked a departure from his earlier sound featuring more introspective and personal lyrics. So the album deals with uh, themes of love, relationships, and the complexities of marriage. And some of its notable tracks include Brilliant Disguise, Tunnel of Love, and One Step Up. It did receive critical acclaim and was a commercial success, earning Springsteen a Grammy Award for Best Male Rock Vocal Performance. So, a couple of quick facts. So yes, it was released in 1987. There are 12 tracks on it. The duration of the album is 46 minutes, and it got to number one, both here and in the, the US. And it sold 8.5 million copies worldwide. And its rating on RateYourMusic.com is 3.51 out of 5 from just over 4,000 ratings. And the album cover, um, obviously Born in the USA is a very iconic cover. This is also I iconic and it was again photographed by Annie uh, Leibovitz. And it features a suited and booted Bruce Springsteen standing leaning against the side of a white 1960 Chevrolet Impala. There we are. So there were five singles from the album, and the first one was Brilliant Disguise, released in September 1987. Tunnel of Love, released in November of the same year. One Step Up, released in the US only in February 1988. Tougher Than the Rest, released in Europe in June 1988. And the final single was Spare Parts, which was released again just in Europe in October 1988. So let's discuss these right now. Um, we're going to kick off with Brilliant Disguise, which I have to say is one of my favourite Bruce songs. So it was released in September 1987 uh, as the first single from the album. Its B-side was a track, Lucky Man, which is a non-album track. The single cover for this, so it's a moody black and white headshot of Springsteen looking down, which was taken by Bruce's sister, Pamela Springsteen, mm. which I did not know until uh, researching this. And the, the video for the song, it was directed by Maiver Aves, and it was filmed in October 1987 at Fort 
Hancock, Sandy Hook, New Jersey. Uh, and the video of the song, shot in black and white, effectively reflects its emotions, which Bruce is sitting in the kitchen of a, a modest home, yeah. and he's basically sitting there um, uncomf uncomfortably on the edge of his chair, singing the song, the vocal live, which I know he's done right. a few times. It's just one. That's right. One continuous tracking shot that zooms in on his face. And I have to say, I, I never watched that video for years until recently, and it's really, really impactful. It is. It really, really is. Simple. Just how it zooms, it zooms in, you know. Um, great stuff. I know he's done that a few times with the vocal, I think, uh, Streets of Philadelphia, probably, mm. most mm. notably, where he sings the vocal. Uh, live, I think, Better Days as well. He done that, the video for that. Yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, a fab fabulous video. And the single itself got to number five in the, the US, only got to number 20 here, okay. which is very surprising. We'll have to talk about that. Yes, I know. That's it. Um, boo us. <laughs> and the video itself was nominated for Best Male, in fact, the track, sorry, was nominated for Best Male Pop Vocal Performance at the 1988 Grammy Awards. And yeah, as it, one of my favourite Bruce tracks, so I think it's only fair. Ladies first. Oh, thanks. Let's go to you, uh, Renee. Well, what, okay. what do you think? Well, you know, I, I did do a lot of thinking about these, and I for this song in particular, um, the whole album is really, you know, as you said, marriage, trying to figure out love and yep. relationship, all of that. So, you know, the questions that I think this song brings up, or are we really who we present to people? Yep. Right? Or are we really brilliant at hiding who we are? You know, because maybe, you know. And I think the questions he's asking is, do I deserve you? Are you real? Are you really who you're telling me? Is our relationship real? All of those things that are disguised, you know, or could be, which I think is just brilliant. And the, the phrase, you know, struggling to do everything right, that's so painful to hear, you know, yes. that it's a struggle. Should it be a struggle? You know, it's very sad. Um, I want to know if it's you I don't trust, because I damn sure don't trust myself. God, that makes me so sad. You know, it's just like, what? what? You know, there yeah. needs to be trust. It's, it just makes me sad. Um, but, and the, li the line that I really, I, I just don't even quite know what it means, but I keep thinking about it. God have mercy on the man who doubts what he's sure of. You know, I'll think about that forever. Yeah. But I, I just think it's such a good question that even in the best relationships, you know, there are moments where you say, am I really presenting myself honestly? Am I being truthful? You know, is someone hiding something that they think would, would yeah. be harmful to us? So those are the questions I have with this, this song, mm -hmm. but I think it's gorgeous. That's gorgeous. great. So yeah. well, I, I'm, I'm reading his autobiography. Just now, and I think when I was making my notes for this, it just so happened I was reading this particular part of his life, okay. and obviously his marriage and his questioning of his getting married, mm -hmm. and obviously his feelings for Patty, mm -hmm. who should explain is his who's now his wife and has been for decades, decades now, yeah. and it's just yeah, quite quite interesting. Obviously, a recurring theme of this whole album, mm -hmm. uh, that doubt. But, uh, Thank you. First time I heard about this album was maybe around right the early two thousands, and I was just like reading to like my music magazine Q magazine, and they were basically saying like this is the the, the guiltiest album ever made. <laughs> Bearing in mind what's happening in yeah. with his relationship with his wife and yeah. Patty and this other, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. But I think uh, the, the song itself, I mean, you can tell it's for like 1987, you can definitely tell it's got that 80s feel because he's yeah. like, well, it's not no longer like the E Street Band. They've like picked a couple right. of members each year, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's no Stephen Van Zandt on there. Yeah. So he's like resorting to using like drum machines and mm -hmm. synthesizers and near that in, in, in this song. But I, I do like it, but it does like kind of like date it a wee bit yeah. compared to the rest of the way like back It does. There's there there was uh, an eighties travel show here in the UK. <laughs> okay. Right, and it's a loose link, but the theme tune to that sounds like the song. Oh. So I, I love the song, wow. but whenever I hear it, I just hear that, you know, boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. boom. Oh, so we always like to rank each of these singles okay. in the show. So we do have to rank them top, middle, or lower tier. Bruce, okay. let's do it. So, Davey, I'll maybe start with you. Where would you rank? Yeah, I would definitely stick this one uh, in the top tier. Correct answer. Okay. I would do the same. Yep. Top. Top tier. Yep. It's a clean sweep. I would also put it in the top. There you go. Uh, say one of my favourite Bruce songs and my favourite song from this album. Ah. Okay. So there we are, high praise indeed. So let's move on to our uh, second song, second single from the album, which is the title track Tunnel of Love, which was released in November 1987. And that had, uh, again, a non-album track B-side called Two for the Road. Oh, never heard of it. Sorry. Um, and the single cover for this one is a, a collage of different things like ticket stubs and uh, postcard and, a, and such like on a, viol a violet background. Did you buy the single back in the day? Do you, you remember? Know, I don't, no? I don't, I don't so. know. They must have been out in the US, but I don't remember. I remember this one? I mean, I don't remember seeing singles. It was right. all about buying the album. Right. So okay. no, but they could have been there. Yeah. The, the video for this one was again directed by Maya Chavez, and the I've, I think I've only ever seen the video for this once. And obviously, the narrative reflects the, the funhouse described in the song and it was actually filmed at Palace Amusements, Asbury Park, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Have you been? Of course. Yes. I have to ask. Yes, yes we've been <laughs> <laughs> No, but truthfully, I mean, I was there as a little girl too. Oh, I mean, really? it's, you know, I've been Asbury Park forever, but yes, right. uh, certainly as a Bruce tour. Good, good yeah. place, I'm guessing. Yeah, good it's fun. fun. It's fun. Yeah. yeah, so it was filmed there over um, two nights in November 1987. Sales-wise, it got to number nine in the US. And in the UK, 45. Okay. I'd Never even made the top I'm starting 40. to rethink this whole thing. I know. <laughs> you, you'll be flying home early now. You want to hear some of the music coming out in 1987, <laughs> by the way. That was... <laughs> uh, but the video itself received uh, five MTV Music Award nominations, including Video of the Year and Best Male Video. And the... This song became the title track to the album replacing Lucky Man, ah, which, oh, which was, was the, the previous B-side. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that replaced that. 
Um, and yeah, there we are. So maybe I'll start with you this time, Davy. Tunnel of Love. What do you think of it? Yeah, so um, I think um, out of all the singles, it's probably one of my not top tier for me. Um, but I, I like the intro for it. It's going to be dilly like it brings you right into it. Um, like there's a great guitar solo in the middle as well. But I think it just goes on maybe like a little bit too long. I mean, the, the outro's about like nearly about ninety seconds. Mm. You like maybe wrap up a wee bit. But no, I do have to like it. It's good. It's good. Yeah, good tune. Yeah. Ready? Um. Well, I think I agree with you. I think the beginning is like pure Jersey Shore mm -hmm. sound. You yeah. know what you would hear as you're walking yeah. on the boardwalk and from the different rides, and it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Um. And there's so many lines in here that I think are, again, he's such a good just a wordsmith, you know, um, while his eyes take a walk all over you. It's perfect. It's a perfect way to say this guy's yeah. looking her up and down, right? Um, but, you know, it's all about this couple that's starting, mm -hmm. you know, just starting this journey. But there's also, you know, you, me, and all that stuff we're so scared of, another genius line, mm -hmm. that you don't even know what it is, but you know there's something. Like, who are they? Who are we? You know, and the next house is haunted, the ride gets rough. Yeah. You know, it's called life, yeah. right? And it's going to get rough. And what does that mean to us? You know, it's scary. It's hard. And then the line when he says, you've got to learn to live with what you can't rise above. You know, do you? Do you really? I don't know. Is there another way? Or is he talking about accepting himself, right? Including everything wrong with him, wrong with them. It's always going to be part of what they are. Yeah. So maybe we just accept it, maybe. Um, I think the harmonies at the end are perfect and haunted, especially Patty. The end. Yep. Oh, surprise! Mm -hmm. There's Patty mm -hmm. singing on this song about how he's questioning his marriage, <laughs> you know. But mm -hmm. uh, but um, passionate, <laughs> you know. Uh, I I do love this song. I do. I um, I don't think I put it medium, but anyway, we'll see. It's yeah. I think the it's a very clever thing to link this like fun fair type right, right. to love and relationships and that that is a very clever thing to do yeah it's a very clever a clever lyric i agree with you i think it's a little bit too long <laughs> uh and the eight yeah i'll laugh that you're talking about the beginning because it's a very different sound for bruce springsteen um and it actually sounds very much of that time um for example i think peter gabriel's soul album was a big album at that okay. point and that's to me what it sounds like that intro Okay. You know, the musicianship or uh, talking heads from that time, time ah, period. Okay. So uh, that's, that's, that's what I mean. Before it goes into maybe more traditional, mm -hmm. traditional Bruce. But it's, um, yeah, decent song. I like it. Mm -hmm. Not as big as fan, but, but I do like it. Okay. Um, so what, or where would you rank this one? So, uh, any? Top. I mean, I I can't do I can't do middle on this. I just uh, I just think there's brilliant lines in it. I agree with you. It's a brilliant concept to you know say yeah. your whole life together is a tunnel of yeah. love, good and bad. Top top for you, David. We'll put it at the top of the middle, <laughs> <laughs> but not quite into the top tier. It's on the cusp. It's on the cusp. Right. Well, don't don't hate me. I'm putting it in my lower tier. <gasps> Sorry. Boy. Sorry, it's not one of my one of my one of my favorites. So, okay. um, let's put it there. Woke up this morning, the house was cold. Check the furnace; she wasn't burning. 
See for the next one, fares any better, and it's at、uh, one step up, which was only released in the, the US. Okay, which I was surprised about.、Uh, the B side to this one is Roulette, which is a non-album track, which was actually recorded for the River back in 1979.、Hmm. So eventually, seen the light of day.、Uh, and the single cover for this one is a sepia-coloured photo of Bruce from the knees up, suited and booted, holding flowers like he's going off on a date. But who is he going on the、mm. date with? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well,、uh, the video for this one was again directed by Maya Aves, and it was filmed in February 1988 at the Wonder Bar, Asbury Park, New Jersey. Have, have you been to the Wonder Bar? Have not. Oh, there you go.、Yeah. Somewhere new to try. Yeah. If it's even、it's、still there. There, right? <laughs> so the video intersperses scenes of Springsteen singing the song with images reflecting the song's narrative, and in the U.S. Uh, it got to number thirteen on the charts, and a couple of facts related to it. So,、uh, Bruce plays all the, the instruments on this track, and his future wife Patty. I can never say her name correctly. Skelfa. Skelfa. Always get it.、Yeah. She provides the backing vocals, and the the song has actually barely been played live.、Uh, it was played on the 1988 Tunnel of Love Express tour. But very rarely since then. Stu, well, I, I think this is just so sad. This song is、oh. sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know,、um, clearly about a marriage going south. Yep. Right.、Um, they can't seem to make it work. They're trying. Yep. They, you know, the couple is is trying, and he thinks it's him. You know, he says it's the same old story. So it's him. You know, back to your question about you know. He did this whole thing、mm-hmm. know, about the reading the autobiography and like why did I get、mm-hmm. married? And was it, you know,、um, again, there's so many good lines in here. Another battle in our dirty little war. Oh, yikes! You know, it just makes you so sad.、Um, I don't see the man I want to be. So he know, you know, he's saying, "I'm it's me. I'm 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 sorry." You know,、uh, and me, well, honey, I'm pretending.、Yeah. You know, what to be married? To、mm-hmm. be a good husband? To be a partner? I, to be committed? I I don't know. Um, but again, Patty at the end singing, I think, is haunted and beautiful,、um, and you know, basically playing the part of the woman who's agreeing with、mm-hmm. him on the state of their marriage.、Mm-hmm. You know, that it's it's just so sad. But I, I I think it's true. I think a lot of people feel that way.、Mm-hmm. You know, that don't break up.、Yes. That it's just like ah,、oh, you know, and then this happened. And then, but I love it. Interesting choice of words that you say. Patty is a a haunting presence on the track. <laughs> Her music is haunting, and yet. Otherwise, too.、Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting. You yeah, yeah. yeah. You like it, Dave? Yeah, I do. I, I don't know if it sounds a wee bit musically. It sounds like a kind of like a slowed down version of、um, like police everything. Well, think he does his magic. Oh, yeah. Interesting. When you yeah. when you hear it at the start, but like it's got like my favorite, or one of my favorite lines in、uh, old Bruce Springsteen when he's talking about、like, when you come back and he says like there's a girl across the bar. I get a message. I get the message she said, and he'll look into my then, honey. I'm pretending. Pretending. He's torn. He's not. One of the standout lyrics for certainly in the album, and 
that he's ever written, but when you understand the context of it as well, of, yeah. it's, it's you're right, it's pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, because they both must be going through so much his wife at the time and him and that relationship coming to an end and yeah. like to put it out there like that. It's, yeah. Very honest. Yeah. Very honest. Yeah. I like you. I like the backing vocals um, on the song. Again, I'm not its biggest fan. I think it's a decent song. Um, but yeah, not okay. one of my, my favourites, unfortunately. Okay. So um, let's rank this one. So, Davey, where would you put One Step Up? Yeah, again, I would put at the, the top of the middle tier. Not quite breaking in, because there's so much we've got to, well, we've got to get in with all the, the, the singles from the, what's it, five albums, six albums? So it's, yeah. it's hard to put everything at the top tier, which everything basically is. But yeah. We've not had, I don't think we've had many have been in the lower tier, but what you said today. There's... Very few, yeah, very, very few. were from uh, Nebraska, basically. Oh, yeah. I had the Nebraska feeling of love. What do you yeah, feel about yeah. this album? No, I think most of, most of the song singles I've had, had top or middle. I don't, I don't know if I've had any in the, the lower. If, 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 if we have, it's very few. So, okay. But today. Uh, so I'm guessing. Okay, so I'm borrowing Davey's top of the middle. <laughs> only because it's so sad. Like I can't yeah. imagine myself wanting to say, "I want to hear this." Yeah. You know, it's, it's sad. It's just yeah. bleak. Okay. You know, yep. so musically and as part of his whole, you know, collection, I love it. But in terms of, do I want to cue it up? And uh -huh. I don't know. So top of the middle. Okay. Uh, uh, again, sadly, I'm putting it in the lower tier. Um, no, no, not one of my favourites, unfortunately. Well, it's Saturday night. You're all dressed up in blue. I've been watching you a while. Maybe you've been watching me too. So somebody. Left somebody's heart in a mess Well, if you're looking for love Only I'm tougher than the rest So, uh, let's move on to the fourth single from the album, which is Tougher Than The Rest. And that was released in Europe only in June 1988, which is surprising because it's the kind of song I think would have done well in the US. You know? I, I, should I just start on this a little bit? Tell you Go what I think. It, yeah. I, I think there's there's almost like a country western feeling mm -hmm. on this song, yeah. which yeah. Um, he could have been walking further away from after Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Just, just I don't know. I, yeah. I, I mean, there's a little twang to it. There's yeah. a little rockabilly mm -hmm. to it. Um, I could picture any Nashville artist doing this song. Yeah. Any one of them. It feels very yeah. much like that to me. But... Um, Especially the guitar solo at the end feels very rockabilly yes. to me, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I but I like it. You know, there's it, it, it's it's sort of implausibly one of the more hopeful songs on this mm -hmm. album it because is. it's yeah. sort of two imperfect people yep. just saying, you know, what matters is being loyal yep. and you know living our dream together and all of that. Yeah. So you know, they both have history, but that's okay. Yes. Let's give each other a chance. So surprisingly, um, and of course the, the title says that, but. Yep. But um, I like it, you know, again, it wasn't in the U.S., but I, I do. I think it's a really strong 
Yeah, I like it. Uh, well, let me give you some facts in relation to them before David will get your, your thoughts. So, uh, the B-side was Roulette. We'll see, because <laughs> uh, it was released, the previous one was not released here, so Roulette was carried over uh, for this one. And the single cover was just a live shot of Bruce with his guitar and microphone. Mm. Yeah, nothing more exciting than that. Uh, so the video for this one was again directed by Maverick Aves and features live concert footage, interspersed, um, features live concert footage interspersed with vignettes of couples made at the venue on his Tunnel of Love Express tour. It got to number 13 here in the UK, number 10 in Ireland. And did you know that E Street members Danny Federici uh, played the organ and Max Weinberg played the drums on the track and do a very good job at it as well. And a very interesting fact, Cher performed this song on her 1990 Heart of Stone tour. What? Wowee! Okay. There you go. So Cher was performing that every oh, night of her tour. Yeah, I've, I've not had a chance to check yeah. it out, so I must, I must do. So, Danny, what's your thoughts on the song? Like, um, personally, it's, it's my favourite song on the album. Yeah. And it's, like, the intro, anytime someone mentions Tunnel of Love, I can, the first thing I hear in my head is the intro to the song. And it just reminds me of the album so much. But um, I know what you're talking about with the different styles, but I love, the, like, the harmonica at the end as well. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it's really good. But um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely my it's my favorite song and album, and it like it's the one I immediately think of if anyone ever says "Duff of the Rest," and I can hear them yeah. straight away. The song uh, again, if you guys remember Paul Simon's Graceland, yeah, remember that brought in a lot of African instrumentation. I think this again, I'm guessing, takes some inspiration from that. The sound of it. Just hmm. the background, especially. Well, kind of yeah, so. yeah. So for me, that sounds a lot uh, like it's been influenced by it. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's one of the album's best songs. I think the the contributions made by these Street member guys are really, really good and do add some value to it. And I love the lyric. It's basically he's in a bar, and it's the man and the woman on the rebound. You know, eyeing each other up and seeing what happens there, and I think it's got a really, really good lyric. And it's just kind of one of those things. I'm tougher than the rest. Yeah. It's just a, and you get through it together. Rest. You know, yeah. I mean, it's very positive. It is. So no, I, I like this. So Davey, where would you rank tougher than the rest? Tall for me. Tall for you. Your favorite song in the album, Rene? Uh, top. I mean, I'm top. not. You know, the country stuff. Feeling is a little less, less so for me, but it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. The song's strong, so 
Okay. Well, let's pick up on it. So, are you a fan of Nebraska? Or are you not a fan of that kind of stuff that Bruce goes down it's there? Very just stark, type route? isn't it? Yeah, it's very. It is. Um, you know, I'm kind of a fan of the big sound of it. Right. Okay. Right. The full band. Yeah. With, uh, with right. The, you know, I just, I, I just think he. he Regardless, and even in the beginning, you know, the first couple albums were sort of a different kind of big sound. Yep. They were much more orchestrated and that sort of thing, but it doesn't matter. So, in general, I'd say, mm, okay. not my favorite part of his favorite. whole career. Okay. Um, but yeah, so. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going for this one. Metal! <laughs> so, we're, <laughs> we're improving here. Which leads us into the final single from the album, which is Spare Parts. Let me tell you about it. So, again, it was another Europe-only release. Um, the final single from the album released in October 88. Um, B-sides, there was actually different B-sides for different countries uh, for this one. And the cover uh, is a colour shot of Springsteen posing with an acoustic guitar um, with some very 80s writing. <laughs> That's all I can describe okay. it as. Couldn't be more 80s. Uh, the video this time is directed by somebody different. So it's directed by Carol Dodds, and the music video begins with shots of a look out of a lake, sorry, and the, the woods surrounding it, and it focuses on people as they await the beginning of a concert. Um, and Bruce then sings for an enthusiastic audience um, during the video. So sales-wise, number 32 in the UK, so not a big hit at all. Ireland, number 12, so done a little bit better. And the song itself was recorded in Springsteen's home studio called Thrill Hill East. Right. Okay. So, spare parts. Uh, mm. Do you think it's a spare song that should have been left <laughs> off Davey? Or? Kind of do, actually. You know, um, was it a blues guitar that they were playing on? What was, what was the instrumentation on it? I'm saying a lot. Well, it's a little more rock sound than Spare the others. But it's like the e a little bit like the Eagles well, the, or something. Yeah. The, the guitar work itself. Yeah, like, it's really uh, 80s. You know, but what it does remind me of is, do you remember the TV show Renegade with Lorenzo Lamas from the 90s? <laughs> no. no. This was like a cult. Classic thing, it was like right from 92 to 97, and I will send you the theme tune to it. Because okay. it is this. Wow. All right. He was a cop and good at his job, but he committed the ultimate sin and testified against other cops gone bad. Cops that tried to kill him, but got the woman he loved instead. Framed for murder, now he prowls the badlands, an outlaw hunting outlaws, a bounty hunter, a renegade. So every time that player comes up, it just reminds you of that, like, well, oh, it's just too cheesy. Okay. So, and uh, no, I'm not that too unmoored with this song. See, I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't like the guitar on no. it. It's, it's gone too far yeah. into the country. Yeah. 
bluegrass. Was like, no. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's a very 80s sound. It's a bit too middle of the road for me, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, I like, again, I like the, the lyric. I think it's, what, what it's saying is very good, but just the overall sound of it. Probably the most rocky song on the album is. Mm-hmm. It's the, probably the most up-tempo and most rocky, but I just don't like how it sounds. Yeah, whenever that guitar comes in, I'm like, no. No. So Renee's going to come in now and say it's the best song. No, I don't know. I'm kind of like, I think it's a scary song too. A little bit. Um, but, you know, wowzee, those lyrics. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's get right mm-hmm. into it. Right. Yep. Um, so I think it's pretty tragic though, you know, and my take on this is, you know, the world is full of people who are facing stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And we all do our best. And, you know, I think his thing is you just cobble together whatever spare parts you need to mm-hmm. make it work. Yep. Right. So. Okay, I guess that's ultimately positive, but jeez, I don't know. It's a little too raw yeah. for me. I, I, I cut yeah. that out, but that's me. Yeah. So <laughs> spare parts is probably named very well. Yeah, and for <laughs> us, <laughs> apparently. Okay. So are we to open it in lower? It's here? definitely lower for me. You know, I, it's hard for me to say lower. I'd say the top of the lower. There we go. Edging my back. Okay. Yeah. So we're all going lower tier with that one. Well, the schedule for the Tongue of Love Express just came in. Hot to burn your fingers off the press. Here's where he's playing. Here's the dates that he does it. Be sure to get your tickets now. Oops, they're already gone. You'll have to buy them from the scalper. As soon as we get done with the dates, we'll be leading to Love and Rockets with no new tale to tell. Maar kennis met de andere Springsteen op zijn nieuwste LP, Tunnel of Love. Zijn meest indrukwekkende album, zijn diepste emoties. Tunnel of Love. Leer Springsteen persoonlijk kennen op deze schitterende LP, cassette of CD. So that's the singles from the, the album. Let's actually start talking about the album itself uh, and what was its critical reaction on release. So it received generally positive critical reception. So Rolling Stone magazine Steve Pond said that Tunnel of Love is a varied, modestly scaled, modern sounding pop album rather than a rock and roll album, which I think is fair, and felt that its unromantic tales of love are similar to Springsteen's socially conscious work about broken promises and dreams in America. In the Village Voices annual Paz and Jop Critics poll, Tunnel of Love finished second in the voting for the year's best album, and it is ranked number nine on NME's um, top Bruce Springsteen album hmm. ranking feature. That's easy to say. So, uh, Rene, you first heard this album probably yeah. when it came out. Right, yeah? right, probably when it came out. I mean, when I re-listened to it, and I put some notes down, it, there's a lot of songs that reference God or prayer heaven yep. Yep. or you know it's just sort of a, a lot um s- several times uh, a bunch with pray god um you know i, I thought that was interesting mm-hmm. um you don't often hear that on a rock album yeah. right Very somebody true. referencing that sort of part of their life um so that was that was spoke to me a little bit that he's really struggling yeah. and he's looking for something yeah. to hold on to and guide him and mm-hmm. so forth so that was interesting. I think there's, you know, some very sunny and upbeat, all that heaven will allow is a gorgeous little happy mm-hmm. song, right? Uh, I think Ain't Got You is so 
Buddy Ollie, so Elvis. I love it yeah. so much. It's I love that just really fun. Mm -hmm. I love um, that song. You know, so there's there's really some beautiful, happy things on here. Yes. You know, he's stuck in between the other stuff, but um, Walk Like a Man is gorgeous. Uh, all, so I like the album a lot, mm -hmm. um, despite the rather bleak overall outlook of, yeah. of you know how hard a relationship is. I do like it. I'm, I'm thinking at the the time that must have been quite a bit of a shock when the album came out because you had Born in the USA, which is a really very much a gung ho commercial yes. juggernaut, hugely successful, and it's all about the energy. Uh, and you know the E Street Band, and then you have this, which is very much more pared down, personal, um, and down you know downbeat in a lot of ways. That must have been quite jarring at the time. I, you, you know, what, I think yeah. I think if any of us were really listening, which maybe we were, maybe we weren't, yeah. would have been like he's telling us everything. <laughs> he's telling us his life's in shambles. Mm -hmm. yep. I mean, quite frankly, yeah. and and you know, I don't think I got that at the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I wasn't happy that he got married because yeah. I knew it wasn't the right woman, but he didn't ask me. Um, you, you, need a, you need a girl from Jersey is what I thought, <laughs> and you found one, and that's all great now. Um, anyway, but I, I don't think any of us, maybe people much smarter than I, heard it and thought his life's in a shambles. I didn't. But as you re-listen to it, it's obvious that he's a mess. Mm -hmm. I think that's why a lot of people like it as well, because um, it's sort of like they can sort of like identify it with them and through their own lives, and like we are just like stuck in our wee ruts here and there. But he's like one of the most famous people on the planet. He's got all the money he wants. He can do anything he wants, and even he's having a, a going through a terrible time. So it's like kind of like okay, so it isn't just us. So it, it happened to everyone. So it kind of like helps you identify with it and maybe even like understand it. That you can get to it too, mm -hmm. kind of thing. So you, you think the, the album? You, you yeah. is that one of the Bruce CDs you bought in the nineties? Yeah, well, yeah. late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, yeah, I'm not, I, I really like the album, apart from a couple of songs on it. But generally speaking, it's like a, a really good listen to, and like that's kind of like why I like some of the I, I like listening to downbeat stuff as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like your Leonard Cohen here. <laughs> Radiohead, does that make sense? Yeah, and let's talk about, well, I suppose I should share my thoughts on it. So I've obviously listened to these albums for the first time this year, and I will say this is my least favourite of the, the six albums mm. we've looked at, and I would consider all the others we've covered, you know, from Born to Run through to Born in the USA as five-star classics. Right. I okay. think they're fantastic, every one of them, which is some run, let's be honest. And this one, it sounds like I'm giving it a kick, and, and I don't mean to, because it's, it's actually a really, really good album. I just think it's maybe just a level below what yeah. those other five albums are for me. But um, and I think a lot of that is to do with it's a much more personal album, it's, it's maybe less rock and roll. Mm -hmm. I do like the acoustic stuff, the bleak acoustic stuff like Nebraska and so on. So, and I, th I think it's just got a very 80s production, which mm. maybe I'm not overly fond of as well. So, uh, but it's still a very good album. 
So I'm not giving that a kick in. It is good. <laughs> TV exclusive. Bruce Springsteen in his first full-length television interview from the Tunnel of Love tour. Starting next weekend on MTV, you'll see Bruce and the E Street Band in brand new performance footage and candid interviews. I want my audience to respond to me basically as a person, you know, as a human being. Ride into the tunnel with MTV. Look for reports twice an hour and a 60-minute special. An exclusive look at Bruce Springsteen starting Saturday morning on on MTV. Watch it. So let's talk about our three favourite tracks uh, from it. So we've kind of mentioned that already. So for you, Davey, you mentioned already Tougher Than The Rest. Yeah, so that's definitely my favourite track on yeah. it. But I do like, again, Brilliant Disguise. Yes. Um, although to make my overall cut of the singles, that's definitely one of them. But I think my, one of my favourite songs on it is uh, Valentine's Day. It's oh, just, yeah. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, you know, well, Valentine's Day is a beautiful song. Um, so soft, it's so satisfying to me. It's, it's, it's a gorgeous song. Um, and then, what are we doing? Three favorite songs? Yeah, is that three it? favorites, yeah. Um, and then I would say, I mean, Walk Like a Man is a gorgeous song. Mm -hmm. uh, and All That Heaven Will Allow is a beautiful song. I mean, they're all, those are like the happy positiveness. And it's not that I don't love the singles or the, hits you know but all the heaven will allow is just yeah gorgeous right so i was between yeah. that and brilliant disguise yeah. i mean it's mm. hard it's tough yeah right but for me uh it would be brilliant disguise it would be tougher than the rest and i absolutely adore ain't got you the album so it. it's just so good <laughs> And it's probably the least dated sounding song as well, because it is that kind of rockabilly type, yeah. type one. I just love the simplicity of it and the lyrics, where again, it's very much his stating that he is in his life. I mean, again, <coughs> you can be more honest. I've got all the money. I've got the yeah, art. I've got, got the Rembrandts. I've got teenage girls screaming my name. I've, I've got it, but I don't have you. Even though I'm married, so yeah. mm. yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, I it's like you. I just paid this new song for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. You like, but you've got me. You've got me. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah, the the backing singer from from <laughs> most recent tour. Uh, I don't uh, have her. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe soon you will. See, maybe yeah, he was singing to her. I know. You never know. But uh, uh, yeah, it's a great. Uh, I really like it. I think it's the kind of song. That would have fit, fitted on Nebraska very easily. Oh, just it would to, have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I'm a big fan of. I got a house full of Rembrandt, priceless art. All the little girls that want to tear me apart. When I walk down the street, people stop and stare. Well, you think I might be thrilled, but baby, I don't care. Because I got more good luck, honey, than old King Baru. But the only thing I what could possibly be hotter than a ticket to Bruce Springsteen's Tunnel of Love tour? A ticket into the Tunnel of Love itself. Win MTV's Take a Ticket to the Tunnel contest and you will actually hit the stage with Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band and take a ticket to kick off the Tunnel of Love show. That's right, you on stage with Bruce and the band. You'll help Bruce start the show, then watch the whole concert from a VIP seat in the front row. We'll 
fly you and a friend to Bruce's show, put you up, and hand you $2,000 cash. The band worked for years to get that ticket. All you need is a postcard. Write your name, address, age, and phone number on it, and mail it to MTV's Take a Ticket to the Tunnel Contest. Post Office Box 1211, Radio City Station, New York, New York, 10101. You, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, on stage in front of thousands of screaming fans. Enter now so you can take your MTV ticket to the Tunnel of Love. Uh, before we talk about our least favourite song from the album, let's talk about the album cover. So, are we fans of it? Do we like it? Well, it's a departure, right? Yeah, big mean, time. I, but I love the bolo tie. Yeah. I, I, you know, what, what, it looks like he's going on a date. Yeah. I, I, I love it. But with you who? Know. <laughs> yeah, well, question. No, I thought I, I, I like it. Try to scrub up for his new missus. I learned to drive on a Chevy Impala. So, oh, so there you oh, go. Wow. Not 1960, I think it was a 66. Right, okay. So, you know, I have like a little fondness for that yeah. car. But anyway, um, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you too, David? Yeah, it's just. Um, was it Annie Leibovitz that did it? Yeah. So you can see it's definitely on a. I feel like it's more it's a more standout cover, like if you're walking past it in like a record store wouldn't Oh that's Bruce Springsteen. Like his other album covers a bit. Oh, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, I like its simplicity simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I actually do think think it's quite striking. Just that photograph in, in the white and black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I think it, it stands out for me. And it it does in its way con- convey the themes of the record mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, I, I yeah. like it. But let's talk about maybe things that we don't like as much. Our least favourite song from the album. So, Davey, what would you go with? Oh, this is uh, an easy one for me. Cautious Man. Cautious, Cautious Man? man. <laughs> it's far too Nebraska-y. <laughs> oh, okay, Which is, I think, you, I don't know if it's like recorded around about that time, but it's just like the whole, the whole feel of it is just too, too much like Nebraska. Right. It, um, it, stick, it, it, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Okay, okay. Fair, Fair enough. <laughs> a cautious man. Surprise. Right. I, I, <coughs> what he got through over Springsteen. Right? Yeah. Did you think that? Or yeah. Willie Nelson. And I, I was just like, no. I mean, you know, for what it is, it's lovely. But for this album, or for me listening to this album, it was jarring. I thought it was not. Exactly. <clears throat> I know where, where you are coming from, but again, I like that. that that's yeah. Fine. So I, I, I like that one. For me, uh, I don't think there's a, actually really a bad song on the, the record. Obviously, I think there's some that are better mm-hmm. than others. But for me, it came down to two or three different ones, and I opted for Walk Like a Man. You did. I did. I did. Okay. I went for that one, even though I still think it's a good song. It's still a good song, but... Maybe just the one I, I like least. Um, but yeah, there was there was a couple in contention there. What kind of are you living where you are? Pretty down to earth, everyday sort of existence? Or? I think so, you know. I guess basically, let me think. I, I recorded a little garage apartment that I put... Uh, added 24-track digital tape player that I bought quite a while ago. And uh, I put I just set it up in the garage apartment. I mean, there's no, it's not really a studio. It's just if you walked in, it's an apartment, <laughs> and there's just, just a big board at one end of it, and the tape deck is in the kitchen, 
And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of fun. And then there's mics in, like, the little living area. And that was basically, that's how I recorded the whole record there. You know, the technology has gotten so good. I mean, there's no baffolds, there's no... There's no soundproofing, there's no anything. It's just a tape machine and, and the two microphones. And I had some synth synthesizers. And uh, record a lot of it with the windows open and the cars going by. And for some reason it didn't, it didn't pick up on the tape. It was funny. It was, you know, so it was just me and one other guy, me and Toby Scott, the fellow that does my engineering. So let's uh, rank the album then so obviously we're talking about where where it ranks in terms of bruce's output is different um so i think for for me and davy we've had uh, we've had born to run i think we both ranked that top yeah. darkness and edge of town i yeah. think we both ranked top <laughs> uh the river i i think i ranked that top i think you talked uh, nebraska we deferred I went top, you went middle, maybe? Mm, lower middle. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't always be right, Davy. So, um, like, Born to Run, I think both went top. Yeah. And both went top. Where are we going with this one? So, Davy, I'll let Lenny think about this all year. I think when. Um, so, how many have we done? Is it five, six? Six. 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 So, yeah. I would probably say this is around about. Trading with born in the born in the USA for fourth place. It's certainly above uh, Nebraska, but it's not as good as um, Born to Run and certainly Darkness and Edge of Time, which is my top. Okay, going there, going top. That'll be. Um, I would say it's. Um, I would say it's fourth on the list of my favourite. So is it top, middle, or lower tier, Bruce Davy? I'm going to say it's top of the middle. Top of the middle. Top of the middle. Top of the middle. Okay. Very much so. Right. I mean, I I, I like it enough to put it in the in the top middle. Okay. Well, yeah. let's, let's. Sue. Uh, well, I'm maybe going to stick with you, Renee, uh, just to talk about where you would rank those other albums we've looked at. So let's just try and do it quick fire. So, Born to Run. Born to Run is one. Okay. Darkness. Two, yep. the river's three. <laughs> Tunnel of Love is four. Born in the USA is five. Nebraska six. Okay. Yeah. You, you really nearly got that right, right? Because it was Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a major tone. Yeah. No, that's. That is my favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I cannot not do Born to Run is first. I can't. Okay. It's brilliant. It, it is. Needle drop to the end. It is. Just not a miss. Um, darkness, of course, was my. Yeah. You know. That was the whole night. That was the big yeah. night that there's no way to ever walk away from mm -hmm. darkness. Um, the river has a lot of great stuff, a ton mm -hmm. of great stuff. Maybe, I don't know if it needed to be two. Mm, question. Oh, it did. Okay. Uh, but um, tons, tons of great stuff. Uh, and then Born in the USA, or Tunnel of Love, we just talked about. Born in the USA, eh, eh, kind of a fan, okay. kind of a... I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. A little bit. I I don't know. But yeah. it, but okay. Lots of good stuff. There. Some good stuff there too. Nebraska again. You know, not quite my thing. God bless. I'm glad he he did what he needed to do and continues to. Not necessarily for me. Well, ranking wise for Tunnel of Love, I'm going to put it in the middle. Okay. I'm messing around. It's in the middle. It's okay. a good. It's a good album. So I did. 
a poll on the Bruce Springsteen Facebook group mm -hmm. to ask them what they, their favourite three songs were. And I'd love to tell you what those results are, but they're lying on this phone over here, so I'm going to have to try and, okay. uh, and I'd love to get it up in this laptop, but it won't let me connect to Facebook, so let me okay. quickly grab this. So I'll, uh, while I'm doing that, let, let me ask you the, the question, what do you reckon hardcore Bruce Springsteen fans ranked Charles? as the three favourite songs, three favourite songs from the Tunnel mm. album? Uh, I'm going to say Top of the Rest. Brilliant disguise, I'm going to say. I guess Tunnel of Love. I'm going to say Valentine's Day. Ain't Got You and maybe Tougher Than the Rest. Okay, well, the three favourites are uh, the by far and away the winner was Tougher Than the Rest. Tougher Than the Rest, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. So 35% of the vote were 312 votes. So yeah, uh, we had Tougher Than The Rest in first place, second place was Brilliant Disguise with 16% of the vote and third place was the title track Tunnel of Love with 10% of the vote and the least favourite was When You're, you're Alone. alone. Which, yeah. You know, close second, <laughs> right? Would you have got When You're Alone? Yeah, When You're Alone was the least favourite, yeah, just beating out leave. Ain't Got You, would you believe? <laughs> oh no, uh, in fact, rescind everything I said, the, the, the least favourite, I actually only got 1% of the vote and it was... Cautious Man! Cautious Man! man. Yes. yes! There you are, 1%! Yeah, ain't got you, and <laughs> when you're alone got 2%, so there we are, Cautious Man. Okay, so, we come to the end of the episodes. Uh, so, has it been fun revisiting Tunnel of Luck? It has, yeah. yeah. I can remember when you mentioned it to me a few months ago when you said you'd first got it, and then in my head I was thinking I'd got Tunnel of Love in uh, Nebraska mixed up, and I was like, I'm not too sure about this. And then I feel like, oh, wait a minute, I've completely got this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, no, it's been a, a great week to listen to the last few weeks. Yeah, it's been lots of fun. Great fun listening to it. You know, I don't. The singles stay with you, yep. you know, but then going back and hearing the whole thing again was a lot of fun for me. You know, Good. I just think them through and, and think about this conversation. It's yeah. great. Album you can just like pick random songs out. Yeah. It's one that you just have to yeah. listen to the whole, listen yeah. to the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's been fun to, to listen to it, and I think you and the boss do something. A bit different. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. That's it's been good. So, thank you both for joining me today, You're especially welcome. you. That was Renee, so fun. Since you, you did come a little bit further than <laughs> Davy to, to get here <laughs> yes, today, so tiny bit, we, we, but do, all good. we do appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and we'll be uh, we're pleased to welcome Renny back again for our final Bruce Springsteen episode, Great. which will be coming out next month, where we actually take a look at all the singles that we've covered up to this point and we need to then make our final decision on which of these make our 50 minute singles best of which is going to be tough Very tough. so uh, come back next month for <laughs> that so until then keep trimming <laughs>